Hello and welcome to your Ultimate You, the podcast, and I am your host, Jessica Barrett. In today's episode, I have a lovely lady with me sharing her story to demonstrate the realities of what we face as women. We are all unique and spend far too much time worrying about everybody else that we often forget to check in with ourselves. I truly believe I will be able to empower all of you beautiful women who are listening simply by inspiring you and educating you through the power of real women sharing their stories, vulnerabilities, passions and drives. Without further ado, welcome Casey Joy. Hello, such an honor to be here. Thank you for the invite. You're so welcome and it's so great to be here with you today, Casey. Now this incredible woman is outstanding in her own profession. She has created a life that she has worked very hard for. A true inspiration, if you ask me. Welcome, Casey. I'm so grateful to be here with you today to chat to you about you. So let's give the listeners a picture of who you are. Would you please tell us more about your background? Yes, thank you so much, Jessica. It's such an honor to be here. I am Casey Joy, and I am a queer embodiment coach. Um, a little of my background. I am married to my wife, Sarah. We have three kids. Um, all three kids I have birthed prior to marrying her. Um, and what else should I tell you? Mm, I am a bisexual woman. It was, it was just like a really long journey to finally be able to stand in my power. Um, and I'm just incredibly grateful for where I'm headed, but to get to where I'm going, I had to go through some stuff. And so I got, I got pregnant my senior year of high school when I was 17 years old. And that baby of mine is just now 16. She is a, in 11th grade in high school. And so like a year sooner than I got married. And that just feels like so bittersweet for me like oh my baby is growing and yet like I've done such a beautiful job raising her and and then I have a middle human Pax and Pax and Savannah are two years and two months apart in age and they have different biological fathers but Pax is going to be adopted soon by my wife and that has also been just such a journey of discovering who I am on my own level. And like, I get to parent, reparent myself while I'm parenting both of them, um, but especially Pax. Um, and then our youngest, Lila, um, she's a little feisty sass ball, but she holds this mirror right in front of me. And I was married to her father. Um, and it was a very short-lived marriage, but it taught me a lot, and I just continue to learn and step into my power more and more as I own that that was my journey, and it means nothing about me. It was just part of where, you know, I came from and just continues to teach me as I move forward. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that snapshot of, of your journey. Obviously, it's I can, I can hear your passion, the way you're talking, your face lights up, especially when you mention your three beautiful children. Mm. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I'm looking forward to delving a little bit more because no doubt there was 
trials and tribulations to get to where you are now. So let's let's delve a little deeper, my lovely. Yeah. What was it that you faced or caused you to struggle in life up until the point you made the conscious decision to make the change or changes? Hmm. That's a good question. I think, you know, the biggest thing for me, the biggest shift, the biggest change that I made happened. I was a children's pastor in a church and this church was the first church that I had gone to that had said that they were open and affirming within the LGBTQ plus community. And, um, and so I became the kids pastor, but at that point in time, Sarah and I were not dating each other. And so this was in 2018. Then in 2019, when the Methodist church had come out with their ruling that if you were gay and you were a leader or a pastor in the church, you could actually no longer have that position. And so I used my voice and I spoke out on social media and immediately my phone was like, ringing and text messages were coming through from the lead pastor and his wife, like, we need to talk. What are you doing? You know, you can only use social media to speak truth. And so when I had gotten off from my day job that day, I had given him a call and I was just listening to him talk. And finally I was like, whoa, 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 wait, are you saying you would not let somebody who's LGBTQIA plus identifying to be a pastor or leader in your church. And he was like, absolutely not. And I said, oh my word, why am I the kid's pastor? And what was said back to me was that, oh, well, we had thought that you were saved from your situation. And that was a moment in time for me where it felt like my world came crashing down. And yet at this, in the same moment, I knew without a doubt, I could own my power. And I had already had, you know, nine, 10 years of church trauma, church hurt around my sexuality and being with my now wife. So I got fired from the kids pastor's position. And immediately I went and purchased a ring and surprise my now wife with a surprise engagement photo shoot and I proposed to her and against all odds and we broke all the rules we got married um just I, I believe we were married less than six months after I got fired um that was the defining moment that changed everything for me wow my goodness well thank you first of all for sharing that um I can't imagine how tough it is, first of all, to come and accept yourself, accept who you are, your sexuality is part of who you are. And that is a battle in itself to be able to get the confidence to speak up. But you went above and beyond that. You owned your identity, your authentic, most authentic self. Not way mm -hmm. did you shy away from it. Not, not in any way did you dumb it down. You're like, no, this is me. And then for you to be treated in that way, first of all, where are we? 21st century, hello, ridiculous. It's totally illegal to do that, especially in the UK. You cannot be fired based on your sexuality. It's horrific. So I'm so sorry. But within that tragedy or challenge, however you perceive that particular moment, you totally embraced your power. 
you totally embraced it and you took it back and you gave it the middle finger and said, I am standing my ground. I know exactly where I want to be. And this is my life and this is the way I choose to be. I love it. Thank you. Yes. And my lovely, that leads now into what led you to the event in your life that you realized you needed to make that change or shift the paradigm that you found within yourself? Yeah, I believe that that, that was the moment. That was the defining moment of yeah. like, it, it. it's not going to matter where I go to church. It doesn't matter who says they're open and affirming or who, like I had to come to this realization within myself that I affirm me, I accept yes. me, I yes. embrace me. And so if I belong here in my home, in my vessel, in my body, there's nothing exterior outside of me, external, that could tell me who I am, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was always just like wrestling with, oh, well, how can I love Sarah, my wife? How can I love Sarah and also let God love me? And I bought into this lie for the longest time that God couldn't love me if I loved a woman. And I now believe, I don't necessarily know that I believe in God. I you know, identify with believing in the universe, but it's like the universe opens up these doors. The universe loves me because I love Sarah, mm -hmm. right? It's not like I am now like cut off from love and I'm not able to be loved because of my love for her. But I believe that I'm loved on a deeper level from the universe yeah. due to my love and her love for me. Yeah. Absolutely. And love, love come must come from you first. So love and accept who you are first, because then the love you're going to project outwardly is real, authentic. It doesn't matter. And I will, I will, I'm very passionate about this subject. It doesn't matter who you love, whether it's a plant or a person or someone of the same sex or a cat. It really doesn't matter. If you have the ability to love and love be loved back, and your beliefs, Scientology, energy, spirituality, religion, God, it doesn't matter. These are all outer aspects. Yes, they're important, but they're still part of your identity. They're part of your values. But your most inner self, it doesn't matter. As long as you are true to you, people, and I'm talking about people need to move away from the old school values that we have been entrenched and stuck in for so many generations and accept of people for who we are. If we're going to move into this new dawn of where women are 100% equal within how they feel about themselves, everything else needs to catch up. And it's women like you, my lovely, that stands her ground. You speak your truth, your voice, and you sing it. You share your story. It's women within like you that come forward that will help others find their voices. And then eventually the collaborative will become a choir. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, yes. I love that. I'm just over here like bobbleheading, shaking my head. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I love that. My lovely, what is your greatest aha moment or inspiration? Hmm. And, you know, I really feel like my greatest inspiration are my three humans. Um, I just look at these 
individuals that like I created and brought forth into the world and they continue to own their authentic selves and they own their power and you know they go through their hardships and yet like they just continue to like rise up and keep going and it's a here in the U.S., it's a little hard to raise authentic human beings that don't, like, fall flat on their face. And my kids just, uh, you know, I'll own it a little bit, Jessica, that, like, they are raised by a very powerful woman. And yet, yeah. like, it's just really inspiring to see these humans step into their power and own themselves and continue to be authentic, even when the world around them tell them that they can't be. Mm. Well, my love, that's also a huge testimony to your parenting and your motherhood. You are amazing and you are their rock. You have given them the foundations and confidence in your attachment and in your nurture and in your love for them to thrive the way they are. So yes, it absolutely is helpful for the little characters that they are and becoming and the people, but they have you, the parenting, the people that we, we bore into the world that we create and mold and shape and how they become themselves is down to parenting and good parenting. And hey, that's, good a parenting. <laughs> that's a tough challenge, but yeah, I can just see your face light up when you talk about them. It's beautiful. Thank you. So I guess this kind of answers my next question, but you know, do elaborate. What is it that you've created for yourself? Yeah, uh, I have created three human beings, not necessarily for myself. Um, more for the world, more yeah. for themselves, but like they just are like this extension of me. Um, they're like my greatest gifts that I could offer the world, I feel like. Um, and just being able to continue to step into my power and parent them very well mm -hmm. so that they can go out into the world. And also, right, like you had mentioned, like the choir singing. Yes, I get to stand in my power, which creates this ripple of yes. my kids and other people also standing in theirs. Yes. And that ripple effect will eventually become a, a tsunami. Yeah. Because they will all collide together. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We keep, we keep jumping up and down in that puddle and the ripples will keep coming. <laughs> they sure will. Or dance, dance, skip, whatever you choose to do in your puddle, your puddle, your river, your... Your ocean it doesn't matter it's how it's your individual perception and I love that mm. thank you what do you feel is one of your greatest lessons from life to date mm. greatest lesson from life to date. Mm. this brings tears to my eyes mm. um, I think I believe that the greatest lesson that I learned was the lesson within of like, if I can drop into my body and I can step into my power and I can remember who I was born to be, I have to like embrace and receive myself. And there's nobody outside of me that can do that for me. <laughs> like I'm responsible for loving myself. Yes. I'm responsible for loving myself. Yes. Powerful. I am responsible for loving myself. Yes. Listeners, take that. It's that's amazing. I am responsible for loving myself. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I'm actually quite got smacked by that. I love it. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. 
What is incredible here is Casey's true stories of her origins, her struggles, because let's face it, we all have them. And most importantly, how Casey took her power back when she discovered herself in terms of her self-worth, personal awareness, to make the decisions she needed to make for herself in her life. And lastly, Casey, my lovely, where do you see your journey taking you? Mm. I see my journey taking me continuously forward, um, continuing to pour into the lives of others, being able to like take my family and continue to build them up in this powerful way. But like my sole mission in life is to help other human beings, queer human beings, drop into their bodies, step into their power so that they can remember who they were born to be. Um, because I believe that when we were, we remember who we are born to be and we can go step into the, our power, we are able to listen to our own intuition that carries us forward in this lifetime. And when we can listen to that small voice within, we can really own our purpose and like all the dreams that come to us can come to fruition. And so I believe that like my journey forward is to help other people do that so that the world together can rise up and be a powerful force to be reckoned with. Yes. I feel like I've gone to church in so many words. Uh, I love that. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Casey. Yes. I'd like to leave the listeners with one final thought. Casey, I'm going to ask you three quick questions. The first one, what does empowering women mean to you? Empowering women, like if I empower women or if a woman is empowered? However the word or phrase comes to you, what does empowering women mean to you? Okay. Um, empowering women. I feel like empowering women to me means like a woman who really knows her power and when she knows her power she knows her worth she knows her identity and she can go out into the world and continue on with that ripple it's mm -hmm. like it's just such good yummy fiery goodness yes yes second question what three words would you describe yourself as calm passionate and fierce lovely and what makes you happy mm, my family makes me so happy my wife and savannah and pax and lila and also just like the work that I do in the world, being able to hold space for somebody to be able to have their own healing, to come back home to themselves. That makes me incredibly happy. Wow, thank you so much. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank you, Casey, for your time today. You have been outstanding. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. And thank you to all my sensational listeners. I look forward to having another incredible woman sharing her story with you in the next episode. Thank you, Casey. You're welcome. <laughs>